Please listen carefully. Welcome to the Rick and Dodd Show. Two dudes, a podcast, and some laughs. Prepare to be underwhelmed. And away we go. All right, so while I'm uh, looking for some of the other stuff that I had uh, written down as far as wanting to talk about since we took a couple of uh, weeks off, or not taking weeks off, but just time in between, um, we were recently watching, uh, it had to be raw, uh, based off of the, the people. Um, but, uh, it, it was it, a lot of the buildup. Um, no, actually I think it may have been the pay-per-view. Um, a lot of the buildup between Cena and Roman Reigns and all of that stuff. Um, and coming back into it after a lot of like time away last year, like the, Roman Reigns' character seemed cool, like he had the look, um, entrance, all of that stuff. Um, so I was kind of rooting for him, but then, you know, the, the fans in general pretty much just shit on him completely. <laughs> uh, and I, I didn't really, like, I, I wanted to see more of him and everything. And so they were pushing him big there. Um, and then I was riding the, the train here, the CTA trains here through the, the city, and there was uh, interesting um, uh, kind of CTA stop advertisements or billboards there for like Roman Reigns and like fatherhood and being a, a good father and stuff like that. But then he was all oh, right Jesus after that, Christ. it was, <laughs> he was suspended for PEDs and then also it was something about like custody or something, or I, I forget exactly what it was. I, um, but then now obviously he's back in the good graces of WWE and powers that be and all that stuff. But I keep like, I keep watching the matches and as, as much as the fans like shit on Cena um, for just, you know, always winning and all of that stuff. Um, like he's, he's a damn good wrestler. He's, he's very good on the mic. Um, and it's just, you know, it could be a period of, you know, overstaying his welcome. But then again, uh, you know, Ric Flair had a, had a <laughs> close to 40 year career or, or whatever. Um, but I just kept watching and it's just the dumbest character and move set ever imagined for, for Roman Reigns where, like the fact that like he he turns on his uh or like he what's he put on a glove or, or whatever when he's cocks he yeah he he cocks his fist yeah exactly and so it just like <laughs> that obviously has no point whatsoever like I, I mean the the ultimate warrior shaking the shaking the the rope rings um is makes a lot more sense than that um and then just the physics behind a Superman punch in in a wrestling ring don't really equate to anything um and and there's just so much there that's just horrible um and so that was something i, I maybe you have like more history with him being a part of the shield and some of that stuff as far as watching him but it just now it's kind of like rubbing off on me where it's just like the guys like move set is just horrible and that's why i can't yeah. stand him as a wrestler so yeah um so the issue with roman reigns is the fact that they took that move uh, which basically would lay people out um, and they made it a signature. So now it doesn't do anything. So like when he used to be able to like, just to run up and like hit somebody with it, they'd be knocked out cold, mm -hmm. you know? Um, so, and then it was, you know, you're like, okay, when that's when he was with the shield, but now it's like just a shitty old signature. So it doesn't really, it doesn't really do much there for him. So, uh yeah roman reigns like he'll have an all right match like he'll have a whole bunch of all right matches but like he's not very exciting to watch after a long period of time so 
Uh, with Cena, on the other hand, is that you put Cena. Roman Reigns is like I can't believe I'm going to say this. Roman Reigns is like a less skilled Cena, in the in the aspect that you could put Cena even when like Cena was being pushed very heavily you would still see Cena give really good matches. And with Roman Reigns, you just get all right matches. You know, some of like they've been having him wrestle Braun, you know, nonstop now or, you know, back and forth Mm -hmm. between Braun and Lesnar. And here's a monster. Here's the thing, you know, get him in there and let's, let's, let's go. But it's not, um, he tends to be a little, you know, a little, a little boring, uh, especially because his moveset's so, um, like none of his moveset really makes sense for the character anymore. The Superman punch doesn't make sense outside of the trip, the shield where there's no triple power bomb because it would stun people long enough to get triple power bomb. Mm-hmm. Without that, it's just like, it stuns them. And then he's going to do a flying hug. And then I don't even know. It's like, I don't, it's, this is how much I think his finisher is a spear. Uh, I want to say, yeah, I think so. Yeah. Which makes no sense for the character. Um, and I think like, like this, he's not big enough to pull off a spear edge, like edge had a spear as a finisher and he wasn't very, his spear was fucking awful. Yeah. I mean, he Um, was, edge was as far as the, you know, comparing a Goldberg spear to an edge spear. Like there's, there's (laughs) no comparison there. It's, uh, you know, it's like a penny to like a hundred dollar bill type thing. But I mean, he sold it and used it. I mean, that was his move. And I mean, that was what he used in and out. But uh, I mean, the and, and just the fact that Roman Reigns is coming to the ring wearing body armor, like and wrestling USA, in it. USA, USA, USA. So like, I don't, I don't get, so I don't get that at all. Like, all the other shield members kind of like when the shield broke up, they all kind of just drifted um, with certain stylistic looks. Uh, you know, Dean Ambrose just like, it looks like his character just gave up mm-hmm. <laughs> and, or, you know, he's, he's about 13 minutes from his trailer. Um, and, and then, you know, Rollins has sort of developed a decent look. Um, where he actually looks like he belongs in a pro wrestling universe. And Roman Reigns just looks like a lost SWAT team member. Yeah, I mean, that's pretty much the most <laughs> accurate way to describe him. Yeah, like, you know, he's like, you're like, what is this SWAT team member doing in a wrestling ring against that Japanese guy that's doing flippy shit? Like, I don't... <laughs> Someone get that civilian out of that ring! That's for wrestlers! Yep. But, uh, yeah, I just... I don't... I don't get Roman Reigns. I haven't watched a Roman Reigns match that I've actually enjoyed. Like anytime he comes on, um, I just kind of like, no, I'm not going to get like a really good match. I'm just going to get an all right match. And like, you know, that's a testament to him that he can have, like he'll have decent matches with a lot of people. It means he's a good worker. It's just his moveset's not exciting. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I, I think his moveset, <coughs> You've got you've got a drive-by signature which doesn't do anything exciting. You've got a punch. Um, you've got a spear. And then I think like that's it. Like very rarely do you see him do a wrestling move. And the thing about wrestling is that it's those grandiose moves that actually give it some kind of levity 
where you know it's like oh my god uh, dude just jumped off a top rope which Mm -hmm. is like insane because you would never do that in a real fight um at least i imagine you wouldn't i don't i'm not a fighting doctor so um so i i can imagine like that kind of stuff but like his movesets just like you know what a teenager would think would be cool you know like a 13 year old thinks should think it would be his moveset would be cool but like it just it just doesn't it just doesn't have an the oomph that you want it to um you know i mean maybe if he switched it up and like added like maybe a suplex in there like you know um I'd like to see some su- like if he had like a suplex variant that he used to maybe set up um like I don't think he can pull off a northern lights but mm-hmm. um <laughs> I don't think Roman Reigns could bridge. I mean he might be able to, but I mean, you know, I'm not I'm wanting to talk, but um you know, or just like a su- like uh, where if it's like he's able to set up into his signatures better, then I think it would be more believable. You know, right now it's just punches and kicks. And that's all his moveset. It just seems like there's, again, he has the look and like the, the pseudo character for it, but yeah, it just, he just doesn't have anything to connect the dots there. And so, I mean, it it was, it was interesting to me kind of looking at that as far as somebody else that's obviously getting um, a massive push uh, on the SmackDown side of things, um, who also has in my view an absolutely horrible finisher that is just the the only reason you can think it would be a finisher is you have to suspend belief um in uh jinder mahal where (laughs) the the ridiculousness that his finisher is i have no idea like what that's supposed to do um you mean his finisher they're sing brothers well well yeah well i mean they they basically the fact that you know they've built it on on top of a champion that uh, you know never wins a match uh, outright and always has outside interference, blah blah blah. So I mean, hopefully, he'll end up having a, a difference for that sometime soon. Um, but the like, I understand like they're playing into his look and he, he's massive. And I, I mean, obviously, not taking anything away from uh, the work he's put into his body, but like the finishing movie has as far as some ridiculous like triangle type choke into a power bomb or into like a, a body slam just gonna... doesn't like, I, I forget what they, I don't know what they're calling it, but it just, it doesn't make sense. Um, like if he had a move, just like a double underhook power bomb, like that would be insane. And, and it's not, you're not reinventing the wheel, but he's a massive individual who could like, you could make that be a very, um, you know, a very echoing and, and kind of very just powerful finisher as opposed to some ridiculousness that he's got to wrap his arms around like in a goddamn yoga yeah. pose to get the guy in. And then, and obviously like to pick him up, turn him and then turn away and then get him down. Like there's a lot there that he's going to do in motion and the guy lands softly each time. So um, it yeah. just ended up being a lot where I was looking at it and being like, it just doesn't really uh, do it for me. I'm watching. I'm watching it on YouTube right now. It's so it's called the Kalas. That looks fucking awful. I haven't. So after the, the last uh, Jinder Mahal watch I, match I watched was against uh, Nakamura mm-hmm. because I really like Nakamura and I don't get to see him wrestle enough. Um, 
Oh, God. I'm just watching. God. Ugh. Well, okay. Well, AJ, AJ made that look all right. But that's not a great looking. That's not a great looking. I agree. Like, with somebody that big, like, with somebody, like, his thing's supposed to. Like, he can, he can, like, use the Singh Brothers. Like, I have no, like, I have no qualms with, like, uh, appeals, views, like, outside interference because mm-hmm. the goal is to win. Mm-hmm. Right, that's the goal of any wrestling matches to win, I imagine. But like that is just not a great looking. It's like a like a, a rock, uh, like a triangle, like a rock bottom from a fucking triangle mm-hmm. triangle choke, and it doesn't look very good. It just it every time the match ends with one of those, it's just so super awkward, and it feels like such a so anticlimactic or such a letdown that it there's it's deflating. Yeah, yeah exactly. God, I got that. That's messed up when you can get that from like a a minute and a half YouTube video mm-hmm. that it's like that move is deflating. Like it's just like a bummer. Um and I think what it is, so part of the part of the reason is is that um I I think they've been losing so many folks to injury that they're really laying down everybody's moveset because it's a lot easier to take a back bump mm-hmm. than I mean, dude, everybody's been injured. Like, you know, in the last, you know, in the last year. Like, you know, so it could be possibly part of the reason where they're just like switching up, trying to make everyone wrestle safer. Yeah. Because that's what I mean. Thinking of it, I can't remember the last time I saw somebody do some sort of pile driver somewhere. Uh, The last time that happened <coughs> in the WWE, it was during Cena versus uh, Cena versus Punk. Uh, and it was like one of the, so their series had a couple of those, um, other than, other than what would happen with the undertaker, like they got banned. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, the fact that that pile rival took, uh, took quite a few years off of Austin's career, yeah. which was, you know, he was McMahon's cash cow there for five years. Um, you know, and that five years could have, I mean, cause Austin retired in like 2002, like he, you know, he 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 bumped around there for a little bit, but he retired. Really, it was like the, he was only like on top of the Attitude Era for like four four years. Yeah, like, and I know Vince McMahon. He likes money. I mean, I don't know him personally, but I imagine <laughs> he likes money being a businessman. So, <laughs> um, you know, but they're doing, um, you know, like they were the only two Punk and Cena, the only ones that were trusted with it. Uh, there and that was a really good series of matches if you have you have the network right yep yeah and so that's what i was just looking to like again they keep coming with all of these uh, pay-per-views fast and furious so um hell in a cell is tomorrow night so i was just i was confirming that and seeing what else they've got going on or what matches are going to be there Um, hell in a cell is tomorrow yep tomorrow night uh so tomorrow here the chicago marathon is going on um so the downtown area near us has been crazy busy so i'll uh get up early and go watch some people uh run 26 miles uh while i cheer them on and probably have coffee and eat a donut um, yeah and then uh come back here get some stuff uh, done uh watch some football and then uh get ready for for hell in a cell um i mean there's a couple of, of matches in there that seem interesting i i, I want to see the uh, Natalia Charlotte match, but then some somebody I'm really coming around on, which I, I know he is a big following anyway, 
and he ends up having like a big crossover following with the the people in the magic community um is kevin owens um and so the the kevin owens shane uh, mcmahon uh fight that are kind of arc that's been been growing uh has been pretty interesting um so that's when i, I want to see how badly they uh they destroy each other there um yeah, so that one always, should be interesting you can always get a decent match out of shane O'Mac. um i mean well because you know you know what you're getting with shane O'Mac. Mm-hmm. like you don't you know you're not going in there expecting like a technical masterpiece um because it's not his career he's just a guy that's basically like um I want to do something, mm-hmm. you know, <laughs> let me get in there. Let me see if I'm trying to f- see if I can find the card, see if there's any. So I mean, that's a, I'm flipping through it now. So it's, you've got, uh, from like the, the, uh, I guess probably from the start. Um, no, there's plenty of ads that are opening. Um, <laughs> you've got Chad Gable and Shelton Benjamin versus the hype brothers. Um, so a tag match that I care nothing about. Um, that's a shame. Chad Gable is so good, dude. As you said, that's is that Gable and Benjamin? Yep. Yeah, like he's like they're both really good wrestlers. Like I don't, I mean, the match isn't going to be great because I love Zack Ryder, but it involves Zack Ryder and Mojo Riley, which, uh, <laughs> um, you know, a guy, a guys who's like hell. You want to talk about at least finishers that at least make sense? It's fucking his Rough Rider, which is leg lariat. At least it makes like it feels like it does something. Sorry, mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm still I'm still remembering all the colors that I just watched. Uh, watching or then next is Randy Orton versus Rusev. So it's a, a rematch from SummerSlam since uh, uh, Rusev got RKO'd like ten seconds into the match. So uh, I haven't really paid attention to that since then. So I'm surprised that they're coming back to this matchup here and Randy Orton is another one of the ones that I don't really care about going back to our previous conversation of everybody's a 37 time world champion. <laughs> yeah. Or a win for Orton means nothing. He is a 12 time WWE champion. So what, what the hell does it matter then? Um, uh, then you've got Bobby Roode versus Dolph Ziggler, uh, which is another wow. one that's been with Roode coming over from NXT. And I guess they need him to um, kind of, have a angle with somebody that looks almost exactly like him and build and physique and everything. Um, <laughs> Root's a, Root's a good wrestler too. Yeah, I mean, from what I've seen of him, he, I mean, he's, he's got the, the ring presence. He's, he's done a, a decent amount. I mean, he's got, uh, he's got a D, like a, an enhanced DDT finisher. Um, yep. So, I mean, again, that's something that is a pretty standard wrestling move that does something as opposed to kind of bastardizing something. <laughs> um, then you've got the U.S. belt match between Styles and Baron Corbin. Um, fucking Baron Corbin, dude. Uh, that just needs to be his entrance. Like that's just like <laughs> you like playing that like or like that getting played and then having just like some piano music and him walking to the ring because like <laughs> he was in the opener for SummerSlam and and that's what or I I think it may be it, I don't know if it was the opener or even the preview show but it was like him and. Cena and then like Cena was like openly taunting him and the crowd and the crowd was getting on it and like it wasn't even like he was generating like heat it was just generating like uh just like a pathetic empathy like for him so I mean so that's something we're here where <clears throat> it's interesting to see he's he's got there and I'm just not a huge fan of AJ Styles just in general um yeah. that's another one where and I like I haven't seen him that much and so like I I haven't watched much um 
of the other promotions or anything. So I only know mm-hmm. of him from like what I've seen in um, WWE and everything. Yeah. But just uh, his, and I, obviously I have no soapbox to stand on here, but his voice annoys me, so I can't stand his mic work. <laughs> um, but and then his. Uh, yeah, whatever his his odd finisher is that just kind of gets him up and would really hurt him more than his opponents because they're not really moving that much if you look at it from a physics perspective. Um, so I, I just think that's one where they're trying to reinvent the wheel. Um, yeah, well, he's had he's had the, the Canadian Destroyer as a finisher for forever. Um, he so his match, I mean, hell, it may not have done much, but he fucking broke somebody's neck with it <laughs> uh so with that being the one where he like holds him upside down and just like falls face first yeah okay somebody 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 uh this uh, uh japanese wrestler yoshi it was an accident uh yoshi tatsu bumped incorrectly mm-hmm. it's supposed to, like he you're not supposed with bumps you you're trained to tuck your tech your head in yeah it's one of the few moves where you don't tuck your head in because it'll fuck up your neck and uh he tucked his head in so um yeah, like I mean, I have no prop like AJ. So I've no, I've dabbled with AJ Styles. Um, his promos are only really funny when he's being like, like when he's being a whiny heel. When he came over to the WWE and set up with a uh, Gallows and Anderson for a little bit, it was actually really funny because there's a promo. Oh god, okay, let me see if I can find it. Because uh, I mean that that's where I came in into kind of a lot of his storylines was when he was with when he was with those two um, and then kind of building a lot of heat as far as being the, the whiny heel and needing those guys to be able to, to win matches and all of that stuff. Yeah. He, uh, he's like, I mean, he's good. And like, the thing is, it's like, um, he, like, he's had some really good matches and he is one of, he's, you know, if you're talking about top 15 wrestlers right now, He's definitely in that in, in that conversation. Um, I can see what you mean, like with his promos, especially if he's been. I if I, I'm assuming Barry, Baron Corbin is the heel in that feud, uh, considering it's Baron Corbin. Uh, <laughs> and so I can I can imagine like AJ face AJ's face work isn't like you just don't really like you just don't care. Yeah. So that one that again. We've hit no, no, okay, I'm, no. So, like, we're, we're one for Corbin's four not so gonna, far for matches Cor- I Corbin's, care about. Well, and Corbin's not going to win that match anyway. That's that's the thing. Like, I, I don't see, based on how his summer has gone, I don't see him walking away from that match with a belt. So, because then what are they going to do? Give him the belt and then take it away? Or he's going to actually have to develop, like, you know, more of a, a mic presence to be able to defend it. So I don't see that happening. Yeah, no, he doesn't. He, there's no way in hell you put that belt on Baron Corbin. Like AJ doesn't need the, for, AJ doesn't need the fucking mid tier championship in the first place on that show. But the problem is, is that they, they're trying to expand their market into India. Mm-hmm. And that's why we had fucking, you, we've had like six months of Jindamar Hall, mm-hmm. which has been the most boring fucking pile of shit in my life. <sighs> So then the the next one is one that I'm actually this is probably up there for me as as one of the matches I'm most interested in, um, which is New Day versus Usos for the SmackDown Ooh. tag titles in a Hell in a Cell match. Um, so this is this is one where like 
having listened to uh, Cedric Phillips' podcast and a lot of coverage and, and following on Twitter and social media and everything and knowing, like, he, he's making the transition to wrestling, but also he's, like, a big New Day fan and all of that stuff. Um, so just kind of seeing a lot more of them outside of the just the regular channels. Um, and then just every time, even, like, how ridiculous it is. Um, and then just, I mean, they're, they're, they're funny. They're amazing on mic. They are, like... It kind of takes me back to the old days of the three man tags, which yeah. I, I know the Shield was like that too. But like where you had Demolition versus whoever, and they it, like they always had the three man versus two man thing going, and it, it always changed it up. Um, and and so that's one that that I've been looking at. And I mean, I like the Usos and kind of a lot of uh, their in ring work and and their tag and teamwork that actually makes it look like decent wrestling work as opposed to um, <laughs> some of the other. Uh, uh, Samoan heritage that uh, we were talking about previously. Um, <laughs> you mean their cousin? Uh, so yeah, so I, I mean that that should be a good one. Um, and uh, I mean, I was I was seeing or I heard somebody else talking where that could probably be like uh, this is probably going to be the match of the night, but definitely probably mm-hmm. could be like the the match of the season, uh, depending on how it goes. Um, oh, absolutely. The next one is just uh, Charlotte versus Natalia for the the SmackDown Women's Belt. Um, this doesn't say that it's a, a Hell in a Cell, so I think it's just a normal match. Um, but uh, I, yeah, I don't know if they would give. I think I think Charlotte's already been in a Hell in a Cell match anyway with with Sasha. Maybe I could just be making that up, but like they would definitely like let Charlotte be in a Hell in a Cell, but I don't think they'd let Natalia be in a Hell in a Cell match. Um, from what I've like, it sucks because like Natalia was like had really good matches with Awesome Kong and uh New Japan, and uh, yeah, and they put her over here, and half of her gimmick was farting for mm-hmm. like three months, so yeah, so Fucking we'll uh, yeah. we'll see where that one goes. Um, and then you've got the WWE belt between Nakamura and Jinder Mahal. Um, so I'm interested to see where that goes. Cause if it's like, I, I don't, I, I don't understand this match or, or why it, it's happening here because <laughs> like, I, I don't think any of the buildup that they've had, like with Mahal and the Singh brothers being the deciding factor in all of his matches makes a difference because if you're going to, cause this doesn't say it's a, it's a hell in a cell match either. So, like, if you end up coming back and having, like, Mahal, the only thing that makes sense here is, like, Mahal winning outright and, like, not having um, the Singh brothers be there because he's basically proven that, like, the only way he wins is with the Singh brothers. But it doesn't make sense just to have the rematch now and then have Nakamura win. Um, But I, I don't think that, like, it just, it makes sense to, okay, so he... They fought at SummerSlam and Singh Brothers interfered. Fought at on Tuesdays and Singh Brothers interfered. And then now it's like, okay, finally he wins when they don't interfere. Like, so it just it seems like you've been building this guy up, and now you just tear him down because the Singh Brothers don't um, blah blah like don't get there. Uh, so like I I don't know like the end game here for this one, this just seems like odd placement or just, they, they don't know what they want to do. But like you said, if they're trying to play <laughs> to other markets, especially obviously Japan and India here, it, it makes sense as far as with, with the two of the, the stars there. But even though, I mean, um, it, it's just interesting to, 
how they're trying to play up with those characters, but I, I understand it, but I just don't <laughs> see anything. I, th- this, I, I think is probably going to be one of the ones that's like the most disappointing match of the night. Mm, mm-hmm. Absolutely. Like I've watched, I've seen, I think it was the last pay-per-view or something, but we are starting to head into WrestleMania season. Yeah. And so if they do it right, they may, I cannot see them keeping that belt on gender until WrestleMania. There's just no way. Um, I mean, there's no way, dude. I mean, I just, I, I can't see it. Like, there are so many, you know, I mean, you could literally have a feud on SmackDown right now that's AJ Styles and Nakamura, mm-hmm. right? I know you don't like AJ Styles, but that match would be insane. I, I, I agree, it would be a much better match than obviously the other two matches that both of those mm-hmm. people, both of those guys are in for tomorrow night. Um, so I mean that that would be interesting if they end up having like in the if they have Nakamura win this belt and then AJ Styles lose that belt, that would be the only way they open that up. But then that would be an amazing match come WrestleMania. Um, but yeah. I, I I don't know if they're if those if that's ever what's what they're gonna have happen. I'm gonna look. I'm looking at their roster right now for SmackDown. Um, and then finally, the last match of the night is the Shane O'Mac versus Kevin Owens in the uh, uh, Hell in a Cell Falls Count Anywhere. Mm. So it's interesting. It's a Hell in a Cell match, but it's Falls Count Anywhere. Um, so and what's the point? It just means that it's Hell in a Cell, but you can expect them to leave <laughs> at some point. Um, because usually that was always the, the thing where like it was a steel cage match and you just had to get up and over and blah, blah, blah. And then there was still plenty of it where like they didn't get up and over, but they'd go out the door and fight on the outside and then get back in and then go up and over. So it was like a goddamn Bugs Bunny cartoon skit. Um, <laughs> and then now it's like it's Hell in a Cell. So you go in and it's everybody's locked in. But what's the point, you know? Of falls counting anywhere if you end up getting out or whatever, but I, I don't know. Um, so, uh, like, I, I would have to imagine that uh, Kevin Owens is the one that walks away with this, and then they'll, they'll figure out something as far as uh, how to handle him or how to handle Shane and Vince and all of that stuff there. Um, but I, I would imagine that uh, um, Kevin is the, the one to walk away with that one. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I mean... Yeah, I don't see, I don't see Shane, I don't see Shane winning there. Um, Jesus Christ, they really don't have anybody here, do they? I'm looking through the SmackDown roster right now. Um, you've got, you've got Sami Zayn, uh, Shelton. Ben- I mean, they're not putting Shelton Benjamin in a fucking title feud. I mean, he's close to the end of his career. I mean, Dolph Ziggler, and realistically, with the New Day, I'm hoping, I want to see Kofi win. I want to see Kofi with, like, one of the main belts so mm-hmm. badly. Like, because he's, like, he's deserved it. And, like, he can have some good good matches. So, like, any, like, you put that title on little, I'm literally looking through this. And almost anybody else on this roster, excluding, like, Ellsworth, and, like, you get... A better match with with uh, Nakamura, except maybe Victor. Um, 
but yeah, like, I mean, I don't know what they're doing, dude. I don't know. Well, and, and even then, it ends up being um, the when you have this many people and you have kind of a lot of the whenever I scroll past this one part of the page, this autoplay ad pops up. Um, <laughs> but like, I mean, half the card here, like I don't even care about, or like they just don't seem to make an impact. So it's like, I don't understand what the lead in show is going to be or like where they go for like a lot of these. Um, but then it's just like, I, I, I haven't been, I, we've watched raw more than we've watched SmackDown lately, but I don't mm. under, even understand like, why they're pushing Orton versus Rusev again. So, I mean, so there's a lot of stuff there where like, I, I think you end up having a lot of guys that are at the, towards the tail end of the career and then kind of going um, into just kind of riding, riding out the sunset. So it'll be interesting to see if Rusev loses. it. If I think if Rusev wins that, It'll be interesting to see whether or not he wins, if he wins or loses, because that actually might decide where he's actually, if he's actually going to stick around. Um, there's been rumors about him leaving, and uh, he might. I mean, they don't use him. They don't use him well. Half the time, he's like a comedy character, or like, you know, they they waste, you know, they they build these monsters and then turn them into goofballs. I mean, it's it's you know it's kind of kind of a crappy thing to do, but um, Thaddeus Bullard Senior. I would have changed my name to Titus too. <laughs> <laughs> um. Oh man, you should look at the. You should see this old picture of Jinder Mahal. Jeez. Oh, that's funny. Um. Yeah. Like. I don't, you know, they waste so much of their talent sometimes. I mean, I don't know how I would do it, you know. I mean, that's a, you know, that's the difference is like I understand it takes a lot of skill, and usually like I'm okay with the product that I see. Mm-hmm. Um, sometimes it just keeps, you know, it'll get me in. Like it's the only closest sporting thing that I watch on a regular basis. You know, like it's not. There's no point to like really, you know, I'll catch the pay-per-views because they sort of have like a big fight feel regardless, but, yeah. And I mean, there's, a, I can't remember, we were watching Raw this past week and there was a couple of matches on there, but I mean, they're, they're still out there. They're taking shots. They're still out there. I mean, there's a lot of guys that are, you know, taking good bumps or even some of the women's matches are, are pretty amazing. Um, yeah. And so I mean, there's there's still a lot of a lot of good wrestling, and it's still very interesting. Um, but then it just, as far as some of the the pairings and some of the work that they do, just doesn't make sense. But I mean, the, it's probably about when I'm watching about fifty fifty what I'm actually paying attention to versus mm-hmm. like if I'm off doing something or like oh I'll go like change the laundry while this match is on or something like that, and then just listen to it. So I mean, there's a lot of <laughs> stuff like that. Oh yeah. They'd make a killing if they actually did radio play by play. Yeah. <laughs> well, that's what I like about Twitch. I was running some errands today, and I had uh, 
the Magic World Championships on Twitch today. Um, mm. But instead of draining all my data and everything, I just switched to the audio only mode so I didn't have to worry about video. And that just makes it a lot easier where while I'm driving, I can just listen to that and, and do that on the on the go as opposed to needing to have the video there draining both my battery and, and data. So <laughs> uh, similarly, like if that was the case, like you, I, I mean, for the most part uh, on the big shows, the, the uh, commentators are um, – are on point enough to be able to just uh, pay attention to them and, and not really have to, um, if you're doing some of the, the lesser stuff, they end up adding a lot to it. So, yeah. I forgot the magic world championships were happening. Speaking of magic, uh, did you, did you, uh, keep your little ear to the, uh, to the ground there about, uh, that Popeye stompy list? <laughs> uh, yeah, like I saw a lot of it going on. I saw like a lot of people freaking out about it and then like saying like they wanted to get their hands on it and everything. And then like there was a lot of people that started to like as more information came out about it, like a lot of people were saying like it was a hoax, it was a hoax. Um, and then eventually it was revealed just to be like uh, – I, I don't know what they said if, it, if they revealed it quote-unquote as a hoax or, or something else. Um but that was where, yeah, it was it was inter- an interesting one to kind of see what how uh, it took off with uh, with a lot of like hearsay and and kind of just Reddit and uh, uh, <laughs> uh, message board warriors and stuff like that. <laughs> but that that was one yeah. where I mean I, I have all the pieces for uh, most of the you know any type of of ex stompy list. Um, so it wasn't one that I was I was looking to to jump into, but it was one that if it was real, like you know what what would be interesting about it. But um, <laughs> I mean, there was a post on Reddit. I forget which day. It was like two days before, like they quote unquote confirmed that it was a hoax and everything. Um, but uh, of like people like saying like everybody has a right to go out and brew what they want, um, but if you play it on Magic Online. Like, obviously, if you play something in public, you can't ask somebody not to, like, talk about it or do something about it and, and <laughs> blah, blah, blah. Because there were people, that, uh, there were friends of, quote, unquote, the team testing it that were asking other people not to talk about it and, and et cetera. But if it's, like, if you're testing it in public, then that's on you. And it's just, like, <laughs> you sitting on the sidewalk, like, play testing or something. Um, <laughs> and so, yeah, it w- like, I wasn't surprised. And uh, my week has been my past two weeks have been so busy. Like I was keeping up with it, but I didn't dig into it or I, I didn't read the article that like Bob Wang posted or anything like that. So. <laughs> hmm. Sorry. I got a, a little, a little fruit frozen doohickey, but, uh, hmm. kind of similar over the, the past uh, couple of weeks, you, uh, you started uh, working a new job then. I did. Yeah. Oh my God. It's, uh, it's a thing. Um, I didn't say, hey, I've been working. I've been working, I don't know, like two weeks now, like straight. Okay. <laughs> um, so I started doing this, the storage manager thing, like one of those self-storage places. And I figured I'd do it because, like, I'd basically be by myself all day. Mm-hmm. And so I could, like, you know, work at my own pace and kind of just, you know, you know, goof off, but goof off. And, um, yeah, but, no, nobody <laughs> likes to be rushed in their goofing off. Yeah, yeah, you know, it's like if I want to sit down and, you know, maybe listen to some Steve Miller band, you know, and chill out for an hour and, you know, won't wait for customers or whatever. Yeah, but um, <laughs> so the issue is, is that they, this is arguably the poorest change 
of com- like change of ownership I've ever seen in my life. Mm-hmm. They didn't notice notify the people storing stuff uh, that they were changing, and they changed everybody's due dates. Oh well. Um, and they didn't notify the customers. Um, they didn't notify potential customers. Uh, and they didn't notify their customers on how to pay their bills. So, um, <laughs> that seems fun. yeah, so basically I've had all this dump. Oh, and all their software is not ready. So, um, like last Sunday was supposed to take like two hours, um, which you were like, go and download software, check some stuff and just, it'll be that instead it turned into eight, um, from nine to four thirty. Uh, because they didn't know what the hell they were doing. So, yeah, that was cool. Um, and then it's been nonstop because the guy has, uh, the district manager hasn't, he's been slow to hire people. Mm-hmm. So, while well, he's hired, hires people, he's hired, in the last week, he's hired five people and one has shown up. Oh, well. So, he only needs to have six people in the district in our part of the district mm-hmm. and he hasn't even done it. Like I have to go to court to get it taken, taken care of. And I need to go to the DMV before I do that. This is an expired registration. I don't want to do anything crazy. Um, you know, let's put that out there and be like, yeah. Oh, what, what, what did he get a ticket for? The fucking registration. Um, I mean, oddly so, that's like most of the people I know that end up having to deal with tickets in, in Raleigh, like from friends that are, are there in the, in the past that has, has been expired registration. Yeah. It's, it's just the panic. So the reason, the reason they did that, because, you know, they changed the, the way you would do the registration process down here, instead of being able just to get your car registered yearly, uh, they tied it into the inspection. Mm-hmm. So instead of that being two separate things, now it's just one. So that's why, because you're sitting there and you're like, you could still have your car registered, have the car insured, it just not fucking pass inspection, and then all you can do is fucking, they're fucking fine. But instead of that, they made it a fucking basketly made not having your car inspected a ticketable offense, offense, yeah, which is so fucking stupid. But um, which probably goes back on the war on poor people anyway. But you know, that's a <laughs> don't you get me started. Yep. Um, <laughs> no, I mean, I would imagine that's pretty much exactly what it is. So, and it's another way to uh, nickel and dime citizens uh, to fund the government, as opposed to actually mm-hmm. putting, you know, doing work and putting decent budgets together. Yeah. So, <laughs> them do their jobs. Gasp. So, I'm gonna see if I can check out a couple a uh, couple hours early on Wednesday uh, to go down to the DMV. Um, because he literally hasn't given me a chance to, I was supposed to have time off, you know, last week and, you know, I put in, I mean, for the type of work that I'm doing, like I ended up, you know, doing some overtime, but I dropped, you know, I dropped, you know, you know, it was like about, you know, plus travel time. I was 60 hour work weeks, you know, and it's just like, fuck, like I'm not making enough money Mm -hmm. for it. You know, it's a fucking, it took me 45 minutes the other day to go 10 miles. Oh, wow. So, because, so I'm going to have to buy an easy pass on top of it. And I'm just sitting here and I'm like, this guy can't fucking hire coverage. Like, he can't make it so we can actually get our fucking time off. Like, 
you know, shit's just pissed me off. And the thing is, he just dumped the whole site on me. Mm-hmm. So I had no real training because I was working with people and they were like, well, we really can't show you how to do anything because everything's going to change. So, <laughs> yeah, I was like, I'm, like, That's I, I'm great. sure there's something that, that isn't going to change or I'm sure there's something that you can get brought up to speed on as opposed to, you know, saying, or, you know, it's not necessarily that it has to be um, the, that it has to be something that's going to change, but how you want to handle situations in, you know, like, like situation X, how do you want to handle Uh that type thing? Yeah. Well, that's the thing is that like, because the self storage business is generally slow in the first place. Yeah. Cause it's, you know, it's not, um, it's a, it's a, people come to you when there's a demand, when they need it or whatever. So it's a very different kind of sales thing. Mm -hmm. Like you're generally slow. And the thing is, is that when it changed, it changed companies, so all the policies change, but they haven't stated what those policies are. So, you know, you've been open for a week. I was just able to put in some of my inventory. I've been open for a week. Mm-hmm. I'm just able to put in some of my inventory today. Okay. So I, people would come and be like, I want to buy things that I'm like, uh, uh, here, you can just have this for free. Because I can't sell it to you. Yeah. <laughs> I did. I gave, I gave away a fucking lock. Fucking $20 lock. And I was like, here you go. I can't run it through my system because they won't fucking make it so I can sell my inventory. And, uh, you know, just shit like that. Like, I mean, you know, um, like software doesn't work. Stuff changes over. Um, you know, it's just... Nothing. The thing. The one thing that rolled over was the gate after at the gate. The gate software. After we were told um, that it wasn't going to roll over, mm-hmm. um, and it rolled over. So it was like, oh well, that's neat. But I didn't fucking pay attention really when the guy showed me because it wasn't going to roll over. And I sat there and I, the DM was at my location. I was like, hey, I'm like, do you know how to use this? And he just handed me the install software instructions for it. <laughs> And then left. And I'm like, I, I'm like, dude, I fucking hate you. Yeah, <laughs> like, that's, that's not how this works. Yeah. I'm like, you know, I was on hold for an hour and a half to set up my fucking credit card machines, you know? And it's just like shit like that. Like, that's ridiculous. Like instead of staggering the rollover, they had a hundred locations nationwide that they decided to immediately just flip on the just, same day. Yeah. Just switch over. Yeah. That doesn't, uh, that doesn't work for anyone. No, and it was just ridiculous. They didn't know what they were doing. The 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 call software doesn't work. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, it just nothing nothing works. There's no direction, and like my DM is basically ghosted for the last three days. So I imagine at least somebody in our district's getting some sleep, and it's probably him. So yeah. that's nice. <laughs> um, I mean, he's a nice enough guy. It's just frustrating. Like, you know, I'm like, how the fuck do you hire people and they just not show up? Like, I mean, he fucking barely, you know, he barely fucking interviewed me. I did a Skype interview and then I spoke with his boss mm-hmm. and then they're like, Hey, we got a job offer for you. And I'm like, cool. You know, fuck it. I just get out of the fucking house. But what well, it seems like with that, I mean, you, they're at least checking to make sure if you've got like two interviews that you're somewhat dependable or at yeah. least trying to check that, you know, you're real or, or trying to figure out with Skype, was it video or just audio? It was video. That I mean, just kind of, yeah try to see you know what type of person you are make sure you're not like calling from like the backseat of your car or something 
Um, yeah. But then, obviously, if they're hiring that many people and they're not showing up, something is, you know, something's not showing yeah. up. Yeah, and that's what it was like. Really interesting. That's what was really interesting too. It was like, you know, I mean, he's like a nice enough guy. Like, and that's what I'm saying. It's like, is he not like necessarily like? Are you not hiring the right people? Are you not? you know doing what you're like i this just you can't figure out what's going on so my days are either really slam full with people going fucking batshit insane on me um like i had one lady she was like so they have they set up auto auto pay and this lady moved out so the generally rule of thumb is that if you are trying to vacate somewhere there's usually a grace period uh before your rent would be considered late and they lock you out of your property mm-hmm. um and a lot of people use that grace period to move. Uh, except, so they rolled over all the auto pay, and they all failed when they first did the rollover. And it took them three days to roll over auto, the, an auto pay feature and poured all it over. Well, a lady moved out like, you know, they had just rolled over her auto pay. And she was like, can I get my money back? And I'm like, no. And so she wasn't happy. And it's just like dealing with stuff like that where you're just getting chewed out where the people before, like the guy that told people before because they didn't give anybody any information for a smoother transition Mm -hmm. was telling them all. Like I know the guy too. And like because I went over there a couple of times because he gave me the breakdown on like some customer specific things. And he like – like he was telling them all kind of crazy shit. Like he was telling people that he could fucking prorate them amounts of money back. Mm -hmm. Like, all this kind of shit. Because if it was just, like, one customer, like, if it was just one person, you figure the customer is just trying to make some shit up to get something over on you. Yeah. But, like, five? Well, and that's kind of what I was thinking. There was a uh, a couple of uh, things or stories in the news about people, like, uh, pulling or basically committing fraud against, like, Amazon where they were mm-hmm. buying stuff and saying they never got it and then reselling it. So, like, so it's like... If it ends up being like the same person over and over again, that's probably like a a you know a red flag. If it's mm-hmm. a lot of people, then obviously something's wrong with the process. But uh, yeah. the fact that that happened for so long and they were able, to, like, I think they said like they had over like a million dollars in merchandise and stuff like that that this one <laughs> this one couple that was able to get off of Amazon. <laughs> so like, I mean, if that's the case, then there's something else that's going on there. But uh, it's kind of goes back to to when i was watching justified uh and one of the Rayland givens quotes but you know if you uh uh if you encounter an asshole in the morning it's an ass it's an asshole but if you encounter assholes all day maybe you're the asshole um (laughs) exactly it's it's kind of the same thing there yeah like you know and i you know you feel you know and you like trying to get any kind of information or this or that and it's just people being you know not putting. I mean, I had to tell a fucking eighty-year-old lady that like she wasn't going to be getting her senior discount anymore. Mm-hmm. And she's like, "I'm an eighty, you know." She's like, "I'm eighty, and and this and that." And she came in, and her, you know, her husband was sitting in the car, and because I went to, you know, run her check through, and it was, I noticed the amounts were different. And so, like, I mean, if somebody's getting a rate-adjusted rate like that, like, tell them you're fucking changing things. Mm-hmm. Don't leave it up to somebody in an office who has no control over any of that. Yep. To fucking take the brunt. Like, I mean, shit like that doesn't, like, that just shows that you just don't treat anybody properly exactly. because you're not doing your shit right. Like, in my thing, it's like, all I got to do, like, in my brain, all I got to do is make this maybe last two and a half years tops. Like, 
you know, because then I'm fucking two years, I should be overseas. Two and a half years, you know, in case it takes me a little longer to get over there. If I'm not immediately able to you know, pack up and flee the country. Mm-hmm. Like, so it's like, I've only got to make this two and a half years. I took it so I would just be left to fuck alone and could do shit. Like, so I could fucking do some writing basically during the fucking day. During the day, yeah. <laughs> and, um, and fucking do, you know, do some language lessons when I know I'm going to be slow. And I mean, there's a fucking CD player. I've got language CDs and I've got fucking textbooks, you know? So it's just like, you know, and it's funny. It's because like some of the people that I work with are always like, yeah, yeah. You know, there's, there's always a lot to do. There's always a lot to do. And you just got to stay motivated. And I'm sitting there and I'm like, outside of this transition, there ain't shit to do. Mm-hmm. Like, I'm just sitting there and like, I cleaned, I cleaned five units. I had like six or seven move outs this week. And, um, so I cleaned, I had cleaned some units. I have calls. I got to make to ask people to pay their bills, which I'm going to do on fucking Monday. Um, and like one outstanding issue of like something didn't process properly. So I have to call a guy back to come into the office so we can finish. But like, all that's just like, He's like, oh, you could clean this, or you could do that, and it's like, you don't need to fucking do that. Like, yeah, you just make sure the place isn't on fire and it looks really clean, <laughs> you know? Yep. Like, there's no. He's like, he's like, oh, you could wax your doors and do this and do that, and I'm like, are you fucking mental? Why am I going to wax something that's immediately going to be exposed to the elements? Yeah, that doesn't seem uh, seem like a worthwhile waste of, or it doesn't seem like a worthwhile use of time. So, no, it seems more of not. a waste of time. Yeah, and that, that's always one, been one of the big things, is I like to think that I'm a very efficient worker, so I'll complete everything properly and promptly, but if you expect me to do busy work, you're going to be sorely, sorely disappointed, because I just don't see the value in it, mm-hmm. you know? The thing is that you should be working towards a goal, like, I mean, that's how you're taught in school, like, at least, you know, you know, at least especially when I went to school down here, is that they'd give you an assignment, you finish it, and then that rest of the time was your time. So it's like, you know, you're given a task, it's completed, you know, are there other tasks you could do? Eh, maybe, but you know, they're not, I mean, if they're pressing tasks, they would be, they're going to get done. Or if it's like, you know, preventative stuff, it's going to get done or upkeep, like that's all going to get done. Like there's a point I'm, I'm very, one of those people, I believe there's a very finite point to work. Um, especially if you're by yourself, what's theoretically, what's the difference between, you know, going out and waxing doors that are going to be exposed to the elements and sitting inside of an office and reading a book, mm-hmm. you know, like there's no, there's no, there's no point in, there's no point in going out and do it because on top of it, you're wasting company resources. You know, <laughs> you're gonna fucking waste the rags. You know, fucking waste the wax. You know, it just doesn't shit like that doesn't make any sense. Now, if you want to make sure your property is clean, you can do that. You know, there's like a difference kind of thing, but like there's a finite point to those things. So it's just I don't know. He was like trying to be like, oh, you could do this and do that. And I'm like, I'm doing the stuff that I gotta get done and make sure the property looks nice. You know, 
but it's just I don't know the one dude the the, the, the yeah so I mean you know he's being helpful but I was just kind of like uh eh. you know so uh, similarly I mean the when I saw the picture that you post uh of riding around the golf cart and everything <laughs> on site the the only thing that that came to mind is is basically uh inception there where uh now you can uh you know, you're on line with, uh, Brian Maxwell from, uh, tell him Steve Dave fame, uh, since that's, uh, uh, that's all, all he ends up, uh, or that's where he works is, is somewhere I believe in Kentucky at a, uh, um, at a, uh, a storage facility as well. And I just remember one of those episodes, um, I, I always end up whenever I listen to podcasts for whatever reason, I, I have, very specific it's not eidetic memory um but i end up having very much associative memory of an episode Mm -hmm. to an event that was happening or whatever um so there's one where they had him on and he was going in deep on um uh something or basically his whole backstory what he does for a job what you know life in kentucky or wherever um at the same time i was uh riding a bike back from amanda's mom's house to her dad's house to get it over there since she wanted to have her bike um and her car wasn't big enough to jam it in there and i didn't feel like trying to play Django, putting a 10-speed bike in a corolla um so so uh so that's one of the ones for me that that I always remember is is that episode and him going in and talking about like uh, they don't give him shit about uh, anything he does there because he he's got their revenue up three hundred percent since he started working there <laughs> and, and blah 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 and all that stuff. So that's like the the the, only, the entire time I'm hearing you like talk about all of that. That's the only thing I, I'm hearing and basically like having it translated into like Maxwell's voice inside my head. So uh, I, I'm looking forward to some some more crazy uh, uh, pictures and and stories from there because uh, I, I just, you know, based on, on what you've said now, it's definitely uh, a, uh, it, it's rife uh, for the picking for uh, some, some over-the-top hilarity. So we'll, we'll see where it goes from there. Oh, I already got, I, fuck, I already got one. So <clears throat> there's this guy, um, this Asian gentleman who comes in. Um, and so I set up my Saturday. I have a hot water cooler. Or a cooler that a provides... A hot water cooler. Yeah, like, it, it dispenses hot water. Okay. Um, and so I have I have hot chocolate and popcorn. You know, two, two, of, my, two of my vices because I'm six. And um, so I had gotten some donuts when I went to the bank the other day uh, to make my deposit, which I probably fucked up. Um, it's to the point where the... Because the, the, I'm... So I've had no sleep. Because I've been having to get up super early to fucking, you know, an hour, you know, an hour and some change before you to fucking drive 10 miles. Mm-hmm. And, and these giant bags under my eyes. And I've worked the two weeks straight and my body, I'm fucking losing it. And the cashier's just sitting there, the, the teller's sitting there and she's asking me if I'm like, fine. Like, she's like, you'll be fine. You'll be fine. And I'm like. Just fucking just take the money and let me go home. Yeah. So uh she was she was nice though. But so there was this so I had got I got donuts and brought them back. I was like, I'm gonna leave these at the office because I'm there by myself. So I'm gonna leave these here and I'm gonna have these for fucking breakfast. So I sit there and I don't even get into like I don't even clock in before this Asian dude just whips up into the parking space and flies out of his car and he's like, My gay code no work. And I'm just like, dude, like 
Chill out. It's all right. Oh, I came here at 6.30, and I call and call. Who am I supposed to call if something happens? And there's no one here. And I'm like, you shit out of luck, bud. Like, this is a fucking storage unit, not a hospital. Yeah, exactly. I mean, that's where the one we have here, um, it's got, you know, specific hours for accessibility mm-hmm. of the unit and then specific hours for the office. So, obviously, yeah. they're not exactly the same. So, there's going to be periods of time where stuff is happening <laughs> where you're not being able to to get access to your unit uh, or, or you're able to theoretically access the unit but not, um, you know, talk to people in the in the office. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, and it was like 8.57, because on Saturdays I have to be there extra early. It's like 8.57. I barely was able to pull myself out of bed. All I wanted was this donut and a cup of hot chocolate. Mm-hmm. That was it. Like, I was looking for it. It's how I made, like, it's how I tricked myself into going in, like, and not just clocking in from my phone at home. And um, I, wouldn't, I, I wouldn't do that, but, you know, um, it's an option. So... Um, you know, and he's just like immediately going on about this is because there was an issue when I tried to process his transaction through and because he was like too busy, like ripping out of there because he was so impatient because his, I guess, wife had a doctor's appointment or something. And there's an issue. There was an issue with the thing, but he signed a lease. So he's like not, you know, he's legally moved in. It just has to run through the computer system. Mm-hmm. Well, it vacated his code because the thing was in process. I told my DM this, said he took care of it surprise he fucking didn't and won't fucking answer or respond to me for the last three days mm-hmm. so which is pretty cool which is great so um yeah so he you know was like all up in arms about this and i'm like dude there are bigger things he's like i had to, i was planning on going somewhere i'm like fucking 6 30 in the morning dude what are you doing you just got here from indianapolis what what where do you have to go so badly <laughs> And so I like, you know, I put his code in again and, and did that. And, and, um, so now I'm going to, I got to call him tomorrow to get him to come back in and be like, we need to finish this now because it didn't go through because like, he wouldn't even let me actually like try to finish out what I needed to do mm-hmm. before he just was like, like took his card back and ran out the fucking door. So, Yeah. So yeah, so I got to deal with that this morning, which is exactly what I wanted to. Yeah, that's a that's an awesome way to to start your uh, your Saturday workday. I mean, it, yeah. most of the reason why when I was working at the hockey store in in high school and college, the the highlight of my Saturday workdays was I had to be there to open at ten, so I would go in and stop at Wawa and get a a uh, 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 English muffin sausage cheese sandwich that they always had hot and ready, and uh, <laughs> generally like a. a Probably oh, uh, Nantucket nectar's half and half uh, iced tea and, <laughs> and uh, lemonade. Um, so that that was usually, and if there were people there like waiting at ten o'clock in the morning to get their shades, yeah, to get their shades sharpened, their skates sharpened, um, and I was just like, all I wanted to do was get here, sit down, turn the radio on, and eat my sandwich. I didn't want. <laughs> I I didn't want to have to worry about skate gristle on my clothes before I started eating my sandwich. So yeah, there there was more than a number of times where that happened. So, Oh yeah. And, and he also berated me when he got his unit because no one notified him that they were switching companies. And I'm like, dude, does it fucking matter? In the long run of things, like you're, you're still in the reservation system. You have the spot and I'm changing, I'm honoring whatever lies you're fucking telling me now, mm-hmm. probably. 
that they told you they could do. So I don't know what you want from me. Like, like 20 minutes. Looks like nonstop 20 minutes. Oh, no one told me. No one told me. I am very just dis- like, I'm like, dude, I'm not your fucking son. And I didn't like drop out of high school to be a rap artist. And then like, that's why you're disappointing at me. Disappointed in me. You're disappointed because something changed that does not really actually affect you. Mm-hmm. And, and, you know, nothing that's going to, the more you talk about it, nothing's going to, uh, affect it even more. So let's, you know, what, what do you want to get out of this interaction and let's move on from it? Yeah. Yeah. Like I just, I didn't get him. I didn't get him at all. But so now I got to talk to him tomorrow and I fucking hate interacting with that dude. Every time it's like 30 minutes, fucking 30 minute interaction. Oh, Jesus. Right, but tomorrow's well, only four hours, so that's <laughs> uh, not not bad. So that's what it, it'll uh, that should hopefully go faster than you think. <laughs> yeah, I'm hoping. <laughs> so I got to go plan my uh, spectating slash cheering slash uh, uh, trolling uh, uh, schedule for tomorrow to see where I need to go and what time I need to be there since people get up at the ash crack at dawn to run 26 miles over the course of the day. So um, that'll be an early morning and hopefully I'll have uh, some good stories and or pictures uh, from there. So usually there's a lot of bloody, bloody men nipples. So um, that's, that's one of the reasons as opposed to the, the mental uh, kind of stamina needed to train for it that I I don't uh, have a plan of running 26 miles anytime soon. (laughs) That's fine. I am probably going to go back to not playing triple A games. And probably just gonna acquiesce and watch some more Bob's Burgers. Nice. I, uh, before you go, yeah, I finished. Uh, what is it? So, Metal Gear Solid Five: The Phantom Pain mm-hmm. was the PS4 download. Oh, okay. This month, and so I decided to give it a little world today. Not, not a fan. So. Okay. <laughs> go more in depth, I guess, next week or whatever. But not. It reminded me instantly why I don't play AAA games anymore. Yeah, the there's I'll have to dig it up for next week or next time we talk to because there was another there's somebody else that had kind of like posted some reviews of some of the more bigger games versus indie games and that was an interesting read too so I'll have to dig that up and look for it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. All right, awesome. Adios. Have a week.